Sci-Fi 5, 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History for August 15th. They say in space no one can hear you scream, but since 1979's Alien, there has been an awful lot of screaming in space. So much so that space in popular entertainment was starting to look pretty hellish. Perhaps hell itself, or at least a gateway to it, is actually in space, as depicted in 1990's The Dark Side of the Moon or ID Software's hit 1993 video game Doom. And on this day in 1997, Paramount Pictures revealed its own version of Hell in Space with the release of Event Horizon. The film tells the story of a spacecraft, the Event Horizon, which was presumed lost in the year 2040, only to reappear seven years later. The rescue ship Lewis and Clark is dispatched to Neptune, where its crew finds the Event Horizon's crew massacred, seemingly by their own hands. It isn't long before whatever drove the doomed ship's crew into madness begins to affect the crew of the Lewis and Clark. No one becomes more unhinged than VIP passenger Dr. William Weir, creator of the experimental gravity drive that took the ship not to Proxima Centauri, but to somewhere else, someplace bad, a bad place, if you will, and something bad came back with it. Event Horizon was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, fresh from his success with Mortal Kombat, from a script by first-time screenwriter Philip Eisner. The film stars Lawrence Fishburne, Kathleen Quinlan, Jolie Richardson, Sean Pertwee, and Jason Isaacs as the rescue crew, and Sam Neill as Dr. Weir. Michael Kamen provided the creepy score, working alongside electronic music duo Orbital. Cinematography was by Adrian Biddle, no stranger to space horror himself, as his first credited film was 1986's Aliens. The production schedule was tight, but it was about to become a whole lot tighter, as Event Horizon's fate crossed paths with another doomed vessel at Paramount Pictures. James Cameron's Titanic was far behind schedule and was going to miss its summer release date. Paramount needed another film to fill the gap and pushed Paul Anderson, who had already reduced his 10-week editing period to six, to finish post-production in four weeks. Working around the clock, Anderson produced a 130-minute rough cut, complete with large amounts of gore, which test audiences panned. The studio forced Anderson to trim the film down to 96 minutes, losing much of the gore, but also parts of the story. Despite high marks for its visual effects and gothic production design, Event Horizon opened to poor reviews and ultimately earned back only about two-thirds of its $60 million budget. Over time, it did develop a cult following, and fans hoped that someday a director's cut would restore the film and its reputation. However, most of the unused footage was destroyed after being stored in a salt mine in Transylvania, an appropriately eerie resting place, leaving just a few minutes of footage on videotape as the only traces of the film. That might have been. But has that last chapter been written about Event Horizon? Perhaps not. In fact, the Doom ship is currently plying the waters of a new hell. Development Hell. In 2019, Amazon and Paramount announced that Event Horizon was being developed for television with Adam Wingard as executive producer. 
No word yet on when or if this relaunch will occur, but if it does, it will have no input from Paul Anderson. He's made his peace with the film, now saying that he sees the loose ends and ambiguity of the studio cut as the film's strengths, and he has no desire to answer any of its lingering questions. So, is hell just a word, or is it any cinema showing this movie? It's really up for you to decide. Part Alien, part The Shining, part Hellraiser, part Solaris... Event Horizon is a film that any fan of body horror sci-fi should see at least once, and you can watch it in high def as it has just been re-released in 4K Ultra HD in time for its 25th anniversary. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for August 15th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.